Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, it appears that the Charlotte Hornets have entered the ring and are doing the posturing thing. Eric Pincus in his latest for Bleacher Report wrote about the uh, situation as the Lakers uh, continue to try to make it look as if they are ready, gosh darn it, to bring back Russell Westbrook if absolutely need be. Um, The whole news cycle has been pretty kind of stagnant here for a while. We are stuck on the same thing. There doesn't appear to have been any real motion in in, uh, any conversations. When I kind of ask around, it just kind of basically sounds right now as if everybody is really sticking to their guns as far as what they are demanding that the Lakers give up to get rid of Russell Westbrook. And the Lakers are, they have a few games of chicken kind of going on simultaneously. And Eric Pincus wrote about all of it. He wrote about LeBron not really being interested in giving the Lakers any clarity um, on his future with the organization until he finds out whether the Lakers are interested in trading draft picks, uh, holding their feet to the fire in much of the same way he did with Cleveland back in the day. Uh, the Lakers are playing that game of chicken with with him. Their, their side of the game of chicken, right, is that, um, you know, we don't want to trade for anybody or give up first-rounders until we know that you are going to be a part of this organization long-term. So you have that that stare-down going on. And then you have the stare-downs down, stare with the Lakers and the rest of the league as they all try to figure out what it's going to take to move Russell Westbrook and get something back that gives the Lakers a chance, once again, at winning a championship next season. So let's try to go through all of these situations, especially given a report thrown down at the bottom of uh, Eric's article today, again for Bleacher Report, discussing Gordon Hayward. This one caught my attention. The first thing, though, and, and we should really quickly spend a little bit more time on this, is the situation between the Lakers and LeBron. Clearly, the situation as it went down last year after the trade deadline when the Lakers decided that it wasn't worth even trying to save the season um, and and holding on to their draft picks. Uh, and, and look, LeBron and Clutch tried to act after the fact as if everything was fine and, and there was no subtweeting going on. Uh, the Lakers uh, leaked from their end of things that you know, their relationship with LeBron was perfectly fine. Look, if you have to leak that kind of a thing, if you have to leak uh, some kind of a report about the relationship with your star player, it's probably not in the best place, just kind of generally speaking. And then over the remainder of the uh, second half of the season, we got a bunch of finger pointing for the mistakes made across the organization. And the end game for that season, obviously we we have Russ's infamous press conference at the end of his year we have had i don't know how many leaks since the end of the season again reminding people that those dastardly superstars forced the lakers to trade for russell westbrook in the first place um and and then now you have a situation where Bronny isn't going to be in the nba still for a, a little bit and LeBron is going to try to figure out what to do with his career until Bronny gets there and they have an opportunity to play together. But while they play that waiting game, it's a matter of, all right, where's LeBron going to play in the meantime? He could go to Cleveland where he would probably have a better chance at winning a championship, 
but does he want to go there again and 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 go through the rigmarole that is leaving one situation and going to another does he want to leave the lakers uh you know yes he won one championship but they either barely made the playoffs or missed the playoffs altogether in in the other seasons when they didn't win a championship how is that going to be looked back on and if you leave the Lakers in this situation where the, the the lasting blemish is that you pushed for the Russell Westbrook trade, do you want to take that lasting hit? That's going to be interesting, right? So you have all of this in the air, and LeBron is clearly uh, not thrilled, and he wasn't thrilled over the course of the, the second half of last season with the Lakers' choice to not pursue some kind of fix to make up for the mistake that was the Russell Westbrook trade. And now you have the Lakers again contending and they, that's all they can do right now. They literally can't trade Russell Westbrook right now until he opts in to his contract. So you have some, you have a stare down over there too with Russ who is staring down the mirror. Apparently there is nobody he needs to win one over on here. Um, but basically the Lakers, uh, are, are trying to make it known that they aren't going to overpay just to, to, to make up for trading for Russell Westbrook. Um, but LeBron is sitting here saying, I saw last season, I both on and off the court, I don't want to go through that again. And I'm going to continue to, to apply some pressure by way of the only leverage I have, which is whether or not I'm going to be in the organization next season or, 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 or I, whether or not I'm going to sign this extension and and cough up that leverage long term. Uh, it's it's really interesting. It's a really interesting dynamic here between two major power brokers, uh, the Lakers and Clutch, as they both continue this kind of land battle that they have been uh, waging against each other basically since last season. And we'll see how it plays out. So again. In Eric Pincus's article, at the very end of it, he kind of throws together some notes for around the league, and he had to say this about the Charlotte Hornets. Quote, After hiring Kenny Atkinson, the Hornets may hold on to Gordon Hayward. Several sources believe the Pacers will keep Turner. Pencil in Chris Boucher to return to the Raptors. The Turner stuff doesn't surprise me right once they traded Sabonis, and he saw himself as their only center, there is no reason for him to go anywhere else. Though he apparently did want to be a Laker at various points along the, the, the along the way last year um, in Indiana, he wanted to be a Laker. Um, the Boucher thing I don't really care about. But again, the phrasing on this is interesting. After hiring Kenny Atkinson, the Hornets may hold on to Gordon Hayward. One thing doesn't really have anything to do with the other here. It doesn't really make any sense that Oh, we hired Kenny Atkinson? Yeah, now we want to hold on to Gordon Hayward. No, what I think is more likely is that the Lakers or other teams have come calling for Gordon Hayward, who is clearly available. This is, you know, around the league, um, it is known that this guy is is very much out there for the taking if you present the right offer. So the Lakers, I would imagine, just like they have done all, all offseason, they're posturing and saying, well, we'll, we, we'll do it. We'll bring Russell Westbrook back. We're just crazy enough to do it. And now the the Charlotte Hornets, knowing that Hayward is probably going to be a part of this trade or a part of the negotiations for the trade, um, they're going to start doing the same thing. Or this appears like they are starting to do the same thing. We're, oh, we'll do it. 
we'll we'll think about paying the luxury tax to keep this guy here. Michael, nobody believes you. So in both of these situations, you have the Lakers and the Hornets both bluffing in ways that nobody believes, and it's just a matter of who blinks. And I think that is going to be one of the key storylines here over the course of the offseason is which between these two front offices, which of them blinks first. What's going to be interesting here with the Charlotte Hornets, with the Indiana Pacers, is yes, nobody is going to be all thrilled about trading for Russell Westbrook. But what they would be thrilled to trade for are going to be those those first-rounders that the Lakers might attach or a first-rounder that the Lakers might attach to Russell Westbrook, not just to get rid of him, but to also bring back players who might be able to help. Whether they're able to get enough players that can play in final series or playoff series like we've seen over the last couple months or so, that remains to be seen. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see as the whether the Lakers are going to be able to play the Hornets and the Pacers against each other as one of those two organizations, a smart organization out there should want to make a gamble on the Lakers long-term ability to rebuild after LeBron departs. Uh, it's just tough because there you have to have an executive who trusts that they are going to be in their position by the time that draft pick conveys and you also have an organization you have to you know have an organization that is willing to tell its fan base yeah we traded for Russell Westbrook sure yeah this guy kind of sort of tanked the championship roster from a year before but like we we are the situation that he has been looking for um one thing everybody knows though and i think even the lakers are aware of this is that they just cannot bring russ back we just can't do that again uh the fan base will not accept that the first time that he misses one of those bank shots off of the off of the shot clock, booze will rain down. And I don't think you, that's a situation that you want to put Darvin Ham in. I don't think that's a situation you want to put yourself in as an organization. And that's the kind of thing that if you do that, you are now asking LeBron and Anthony Davis and everybody else other than the front office to answer for night in, night out. And any organization any franchise with two iq points that are capable of being rubbed together uh they would not do that that would not be the the path that they chart forward so the fact that we started to get some posturing here from charlotte's end of things tells me and i'll go out on a limb tells me that i think the lakers and charlotte those trade talks might have kind of ramped up a little bit that's something to look out for in the next like 10 days or so before the before the NBA draft. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Make sure you guys check out the Taco Tuesday guys who are going to be recording here in a little bit. Um, Raj and Sabrina recorded last night, so that is probably already up in your feeds by the time you guys are listening to this. Um, and then we kind of jumbled around the, the, the schedule uh, so that I could get together with the guests that I'm going to be having on Wednesday. Um, and then from here on out, we'll probably have at least one more pressure cooker, maybe two. Uh, hopefully it's just one because that would mean that the Boston Celtics did not win ring number 18. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. And then keep an eye out for the content as we get you guys ready for the offseason ahead. We have made it through this stretch where it's been a bunch of basketball played by teams that are not the Los Angeles Lakers. Um, the Lakers went out and hired a head coach, and now they have the hard part out ahead of them. 
So we're going to get you guys through that hard part. So until then, until I talk to you guys next, I'm Anthony Irwin. Have a good one.